0: The Luck Stops Here podcast, SEC Football Preview Edition with Willie Hunter is brought to you by MyBookie.ag. That's right, MyBookie.ag. Use promo code LSH for a 50% deposit bonus on your deposit up to $1,000. That's up to $500 in free money, free plays over at MyBookie. And with the cheat sheet I have made for today, I think you guys are all going to appreciate and get in on some of this action. So you can take that $1,500 and turn it into three grand right away. Um, the guests this week... Uh, TV writer, stand up comic, and a longtime Auburn Tigers fan, Willie Hunter. Willie, how you doing, buddy? I'm good, man. Long time, long time, long yeah, time man. Auburn fan. Long, long before time. Cam Newton led for a championship, you know that's
1: very true. I was, I've been an Auburn fan, and this is going to pain a lot of people if you're listening. Like this is this is a reformed college football fan. I grew up an Alabama fan.
0: Oh. Uh,
1: my family was Alabama fans,
0: and, and then you I went rogue.
1: I went rogue, you know, I just and I went rogue my uh, senior year of high school because I had a friend and his father owned a car dealership and they would donate cars to Auburn. So they got free tickets and uh, I got to go to an Auburn football game. And the first ever Auburn football game I went to was Auburn versus USC and the planes and USC.
0: That was back them. when they had like Cadillac Williams and Ronnie Brown. Yep. Yep. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and USC came into Auburn and beat the shit out of them. I mean, it was like thirty to zero.
0: Yeah, this was like the first game. run of
1: USC. I, I think believe, I bet you
0: know? on Auburn in that game because I remember I'm like, they have two. I was like, they have two NFL running backs. They're gonna make it close. Two. like you know who the third string was? Brandon Jacobs.
1: Brandon Jacobs.
0: Yeah, dude, they had that that team was stacked in the backfield.
1: Jason like, Campbell was the quarterback.
0: That's true. He was a first round pick too, man. Like, yes, yes. I mean, I'm telling you, this
1: team was stacked.
0: And didn't they have a? Didn't they have a defensive back that was pretty sick too back then.
1: Uh, uh, Carlos Rogers maybe. Yeah, they yeah, Carlos yeah, yeah. Dansby at the at the uh, at... linebacker. He was my favorite Auburn player. This guy he he made an interception where he just jumped and he like the ball was going out of bounds. He jumped in midair, caught it, threw it back in bounds. So everyone else got the interception. I said that is the most unselfish play I've ever seen in my life. That's bad. It was. I was like, this is my – Carlos Dansby, if you're listening to this, you're my favorite college football (laughs) player ever. Oh,
0: I'm sure he listens to the show, dude. He likes likes all the glory hole jokes I do.
1: (laughs) Man, and then Auburn got beat so bad, but their fans were so chill. Unlike Alabama fans, if they Dude, lost, it was the end of the world. And Alabama was losing a lot during that time.
0: I remember, like, when Alabama came to visit the Rose Bowl to play UCLA like 20-something, like 20 years ago. It so, like 99, 2000, something like that. And UCLA crushed them, too. Um, but a bunch of Auburn fans rolled out just to root against Alabama. And I was like,
1: Love it. these
0: guys are so cool. That's so hardcore. Like, I am down for that.
1: I am a complicated individual, you know. With that being said, that Auburn being like the stepsister, brother to Alabama, because Alabama's the big red machine, it's row tie. They went, they're like the Yankees of college football. With that being said, I am a Yankees fan, so I don't know what that means.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, I actually have a bet on the Yankees to win the division, and this winning streak's been like, yeah, baby, yeah. Because I had bets on them and the Dodgers, and like a few weeks ago, I was like. Because I, I I loaded a bunch of my March Madness profits onto those because I was like those are for sure things. I don't care how big yeah. of a favorite they are. I'm just gonna cash this in six months because those teams are too well, good. Well, if
1: they make if they make it the wild card, they're you're good, right?
0: No, Does no, they need to win the division. They need to be division. Oh. both teams need to win. Oh, so good
1: luck with that. I mean, I'm well, the I mean they're both on, like... both on nine game winning streaks.
0: <laughs> both on 9 game winning streaks right now. So Yankees are only like four games back now. And then they, they've made up a lot of ground in the last couple of weeks. So.
1: But I don't know where this is college football, but like the Dodgers have a better chance of winning their division than the yeah, Yankees, right?
0: I don't know because San Francisco did upgrade at the trade deadline too. Whereas I don't think Tampa upgraded. I think out of those four teams that are competing for those two spots, Tampa did yeah. the least upgrade at the trade deadline. So like they, they kind of got, they got there because they're good. But the Yankees mm-hmm. really, really improved themselves with Rizzo and Gallo, and I mean that, that team is that lineup is just stacked now. So it's
1: it's murderers It is almost not fair.
0: Yeah, you know? I, mean, I
1: but it has pales of like the Carl Malone, Steve Nash, Lakers. You know these super super. You know, teams, I like, might put a World series, now.
0: I might put a World Series bet on them soon. That might be a that might be. Oh, but geez. I'm gonna wait for this but, win but streak to happens. cool off a little, so because it's a little too hot right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get those odds back in my favor a little. Speaking of odds in your favor, um, let's start over here with the SEC East. Um, Now, the favorite is Georgia, the Georgia Bulldogs this year. And you know what, dude? I got to say, I mean, all the experts have been saying it, so I'm going to just repeat what they say. If Georgia's going to do it, this is the year.
1: They have the big-time
0: pro prospect quarterback. They got the killer defense. They got all the pieces they're supposed to need. I don't know. Uh, okay, so let me just tell you before we get into it, I'll read off the odds. To win exactly. the SEC East, are at minus 450. So that's put up $45 to win $10, <laughs> or, 400, or 450 bucks to win 100 um, To win the SEC smart. plus 190. So if you put up 10 there, you'd pay, it pays $19. Uh, okay. Their win totals over 10.5 is minus 120. Under 10.5 is plus 100. I gotta say, dude, I'm leaning on this under here with Georgia. I could easily see them being ten and two. That's not a. They, they first off, they open. Let me look at their schedule. Let's look at their schedule. Uh, but I have it called up right here. Hold on. Um,
1: I mean, they start with Clemson. Yeah, they open
0: with Clemson, <laughs> dude. So I mean, and that's a neutral field game in Atlanta. It's
1: Good. It's good. It's, it can be a good loss, honestly.
0: Yeah, no, it could be a good loss, but for that win total. Like, if you want to hit uh, this win total of ten and a half, well, then they can only lose one more game the rest of the way.
1: I mean, I'm looking at their schedule. I think they can play too, definitely. And I'm being a homer because the Auburn game, I'm always like, Auburn, you know, it's, it's at Auburn. Uh, I think they're going to lose to Clemson.
0: Yeah, know. I think they lose to Clemson to start the season. Um That's the thing. So, okay, I want to take... What's their first four games? God damn it. There it is. Okay, first four games are Clemson. uh, Oh, that's in Charlotte. That's a loss. Uh, Then UAB, South Carolina, Vanderbilt. Okay, they're three and one there. All Um. right. Uh, They avoid. Having to play – let me tickle, make sure before I say something that sounds stupid. No, yeah, they avoid having back-to-back road games on their schedule. That's a little favorite from the scheduling gods because usually back-to-back road games, that second one is usually a loss, especially in conference yeah. play. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I could see them losing at Auburn. I can see them losing to Florida and George, and Jacksonville too. Dude, that's always a tough neutral field uh, rivalry game. Um,
1: I, I – this is the thing about Georgia and Georgia sports – Every time is they always come up short. You know? Yeah, Whereas exactly. The Falcons dude. or the Hawks or Georgia football themselves. You know, when they lost Alabama the
0: Braves, uh...
1: the Braves, I mean, come on. You know? <laughs> <laughs> the Braves.
0: I mean, they're also um, I... at Tennessee. who has got a new coach, Josh Heupel.
1: I like Tennessee as a dark horse in a lot of disruptive ways.
0: You know, I do too. And if Heupel's got this team going in the right direction, playing at Tennessee November 13 could be a, a trap game for Georgia. Dude.
1: Trap game, no doubt. And you know,
0: because that's a week. That's the week before they play Charleston.
1: <laughs> so there's gonna be packed in Neyland Stadium. You know, because
0: well, when you look at it, so it goes after the South Carolina and Vanderbilt, it goes uh, home against Arkansas, home Arkansas, at Auburn, home against Kentucky. And then the Florida game in Jacksonville. Okay, so I could see them maybe losing to Florida there, right? Uh, or Auburn even, because I think Auburn's kind of a dark horse team in this conference too. But then, dude, they're yeah. at home against Missouri. Missouri's no joke this year. They have a very high-powered offense. Dude, they ran it up on teams in the SEC last year. They were dropping like forty-five points. Dude, like that could be a very tough game for Georgia if their defense isn't isn't in sync that day. And then yeah, at ten. Does Georgia have
1: any re- returning? I'm I'm looking it up now. Do they have any returning? Like I wonder not know where the returning starter situation is. Because... Oh, Jt
0: Daniels a quarterback is obviously the big one. Like he's the, the, SE, one. the se transfer. He's possibly you know he he could possibly play himself into a first first round pick status, ten, top ten pick status if, with a big year at Georgia. But he, but he's a
1: first year transfer, right?
0: No, no, he was here last there last year.
1: Okay, okay. So, I like – I like that bodes well because you need stability either at the running back position or the he quarterback would, he position. He
0: missed the first, like, three or four games last year with an injury, I believe, and they had Stetson Bennett in there, which is a great name. But that dude was, mm-hmm. like, five foot eleven, like, 165 pounds, and that's yeah. not going to get it done at quarterback in the SEC, dude. Like, no, it's not <laughs> like, at all. Like, I'm
1: sorry. Uh, yeah, and then, <laughs> Gardner Minshew's type is not going to happen. No, here. no, <laughs> no.
0: Uh, then – maybe at Mississippi State under coach Leach but we'll get to them in a minute. Um all right, then the, tra- dude, Charleston Southern. This is what I hate about the SEC, dude. They schedule these fucking these fucking dog shit dog shit FCS teams in late November. Like and then then it's at Georgia Tech. So they basically get a bye week before the Georgia, in between Tennessee and Georgia Tech, like two rivalry game situations where it's like.
1: Well, you always do that. It's a tune up game before the big game. You know, the rivalry game, you need like a scrimmage beforehand. I
0: get it. But and
1: you, all, Auburn and Alabama always do. We're like, oh, we're playing like South Alabama or Troy. I think,
0: I think college football needs to make a rule where uh, you have to play your non conference games in the first six weeks. Interesting. Because I think down the stretch, like like college basketball, yeah, 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 down the stretch, you should have to because since playoff spots are at stake and whatnot, and especially when they expand to the twelve team playoff, these teams should be battling each other regionally down the stretch before the playoff. Like, so I don't that know. I mean, and exciting. I guess Charleston, I guess Charleston Southern is technically in the SEC region, but that's a crock of shit, dude. The Georgia's it gonna is. be favored by fifty four points in that game. It's gonna it have. Like they're a, but they're not even if you're a great F-
1: Southern, though, you want this. You need the money. You need the exposure. Dude, at
0: least schedule a real FCS school like Sam Houston State, who just won the championship. You know, like uh,
1: yeah, there's Jacksonville State too, that's in this city. James uh, Madison, yeah, Jacksonville yes. State
0: with Deion Sanders is head- Dude, and they cracked the top 100 in recruiting. Jackson, yes. that's Jackson State. That's Jackson dude. State. Yeah. They should definitely, they should definitely
1: play some uh, HBCUs. Ice I, they're so scared of that for some reason. Like I think you, the HBC. Oh yeah, go for it. Like Tuskegee is out of like all those like uh, historically black colleges are around Auburn and are around Mississippi State and around Old Miss. They're right in that area. It's not so much in Alabama, but they're down the street from those colleges.
0: Yeah, no, I I think uh, like okay, dude, like if with Texas we didn't really get into it, but with Texas and Oklahoma, I mean the big news of the SEC in the off season was not the teams that are currently in the conference it's the teams that are going to be joining the conference in Texas Possibly. and Oklahoma.
1: And the ripple effect of that from the Pac-10 saying okay. they're going to go with the Big 10. No, if the you're SC- the ACC, I mean
0: Dude, now if you're the AAC, the American Athletic Conference with like uh where like Central Florida and SMU and all those schools are in, right? Yeah. Dude, they should add the HBCUs. Like if all these other Teams are going to be, like, building – if all these Bro, other conferences are going to be this. building up, like, 16, 20-team super conferences, they should just pick the elite. Like, they should pick Grambling, Southern, like, dude, like, Jackson State. And like, I love this. Dude, that, and then, like, incorporate them into the American Athletic Conference, and that would become the next Power 5 conference. Because if the Big 12 was to completely dissolve, and the AAC, let's just say we were able to poach West Virginia from them, too, in the process. Mm-hmm. And then you add all these HBCUs, dude. That that could be that can be very interesting, especially with Jackson State making waves and recruiting. Like,
1: I think you would get an honest "Who's the best college football team?" answer. You know what I mean? I was watching where Auburn they had won uh, in 1983 uh, or 82. It was 82, I believe. They've been undefeated. They beat Alabama. That's bow over the top. They were like really good that season. And Miami beat um, Nebraska. Yeah. So Miami became the champions, but they were they were ranked fifth. The number one team in the country, Nebraska lost to Miami. The number two team in the country lost to um, Auburn. Auburn was the number three team, and there was a fourth team and a the fifth team. Miami, since they beat them, they, they declared they them the Prague. national champions. Yeah, and that's how they're doing it now. And I was like, you never really get a true answer. Recently, it's been easy. It's been Alabama. Let's yeah. just cut the shit. Or you know, Clemson.
0: Like, yeah, yeah. Like or Clemson.
1: Are... They've been the best teams.
0: Yeah. And well I'm like dude like if the, you're going to when they if they're going to go to the 12 team playoff in the next couple of years like they want to well that opens up a door for like okay obvi- probably 3 SEC teams are going to get in on that 12 team playoff right they're going to have they're going to have 3 spots of that at least maybe even 4 some years but then you got to figure the other like power 5 conferences but if the Big 12 dissolves after Texas and Oklahoma leaving well that opens the door for the AAC to become this power 5 conference which in that case, if they do this HPCU expansion thing, like dude, like hypothetically Jackson State could be playing in the playoffs in the next. I few love years.
1: that, and you know, just they need a shot. They need a shot.
0: Yeah, you like gotta if, give a shot. If you take those five conference champions, and then you have like the seven at-large bids, but you guarantee like two group of five schools in there or something like that. I don't know. I, I think there's a way of doing that. Um, but yeah. I agree. I, I am on the under here for Georgia. I think ten and a half's a lot. I think that's a high number, man. Eleven, dude, to go eleven and one, especially when they play Week Clemson Week one. If,
1: I'm going under as well, um, simply because there there's so many stumble games. You know, you got ten had Tennessee. You mentioned Missouri, Florida. You you know, the and then the where, in-state the rivalry Auburn, at know.
0: Georgia Tech. I know that's non-conference, but dude, that's a tough late. I mean, in-state late game, rivalry. yes, and then Clemson at the beginning. Clemson at
1: the beginning of the season. Those are four or five games where, yeah, yeah. I got to go under.
0: Yep, so I'm on the under, two. All right, let's go over to Florida. They are next up on the odds list. Uh, the bookies got them here at plus 500 to win the East, 18-1 uh, to one to win the SEC. The win total set at nine. At over, plus 110, under, minus 130. Uh, I'm feeling the under on florida too let's take a look at their schedule here florida atlantic south florida alabama tennessee i got them three and one there mm-hmm. what is it dude they've won like 15 16 straight against tennessee now remember that one was a rival. i
1: like florida to come out of this conference uh, out of this, this division. Schedule,
0: yeah I could, yeah
1: this schedule is so favorable for them it's look they have alabama at home trap game for alabama Complete trap game for Alabama. Yeah, they
0: also right? do not have back-to-back road games on the schedule, and
1: they have Tennessee at home, right? Yep. Now they go to LSU. They could lose that game.
0: They should. Tennessee. They should go. They should go into Kentucky before that LSU game, though. At Kentucky and at home against Vanderbilt, those are wins. Those are wins. Should so be. they're starting. I have them starting five and one here. Like they're going to lose. Yeah, I,
1: I like them being over. I like them being like ten, ten and two.
0: Yeah, I mean, cause yeah, nine wins, dude, and that's you get plus odds there too at plus one ten. Um, yeah,
1: yeah, I mean, like Sanford, like Florida State sucks, you know. Yeah. South Carolina, they don't even have a coach anymore.
0: <laughs> and yeah, dude, and they're they're they definitely outmatch Florida State this year in that in their big uh, out of conference in state rivalry game. It's an ACC school, similar to what Georgia has there, but. I think they have a much better... I I mean, I think Georgia should roll Georgia Tech, and I think Florida should roll Florida State. Like Those are both gimmies. Mm -hmm. Uh, Only loss I really see for sure on their schedule right now is Alabama. Yeah. Outside of that, and I'll, I'll say this, dude, at Missouri, November 20th, that one could be really tricky, dude, because it could be. You're like, loving snowing. Missouri,
1: man. You are all on Missouri. I'm, I'm sensing a theme right now.
0: Well, they have, <laughs> dude. They just have a good offense, and uh, but I'm just saying for that particular game, like that circle that one, because if it's snowing and like in like that Midwest weather, that like. Every conference now, because of the conference expansion, every conference now seems to have that one that's like way far away from the rest of this conference. Yeah,
1: November 20th, yeah. So it's all these uh,
0: warm-weather schools playing each other, and then you got to go to do this cold-weather game late in the season. That could be a tough one, dude. I
1: like their stadium. I like Missouri. My girlfriend, she grew up in uh, Columbus, Missouri. She grew up in the college campus there, and so she's a Missouri Tiger fan and and, a Kansas City fan and all those teams and stuff. But uh, Missouri, uh, I love their stadium because people sit on that hill,
0: yeah, dude. It's pretty cool. Yeah.
1: yeah, it's like a hippie, like, you know, it's almost like Kent State, if I imagine, before the shooting. That's a joke for you people. <laughs> it's an old, old joke.
0: You know, Jack Lambert went to Kent State. Really? Steelers Hall of Fame linebacker, yeah. Um, Nick Saban coached at Kent State. That's right, that's right. That's where he restarted as head coach. Uh, they do get, in between at South Carolina and at Missouri, they do get Samford once again at they that's that's a you're gonna a small see,
1: private school in Alabama. That's what it is.
0: You're gonna start seeing a lot of these teams, like these teams in the SEC, scheduling these give me games. Late, I don't know. So yeah, uh, you know how tough. Look at this. I mean, the SEC
1: schedule is so damn tough. You need to like, you don't need a week off because you could lose an edge, but you need like a cupcake game.
0: I think the game that they might get snake-bit bit here is at LSU, and obviously the Georgia game is gonna be tough. But I can't. Yeah. I, to me, that's a coin toss game right now. Even with Florida losing Kyle Trask and, and uh, Kyle Pitts to the NFL, like, dude, yeah. like, I, I can see. Uh... I think
1: Trask was not that good. No. Every time I watched him, yeah, he, he just played skittish. Um, no, he I put up big numbers in a good could system. could have been something, you know? He, you know.
0: He reminds me kind of like of Manziel, where it was one of those things where, yeah, Manziel put up huge numbers in college. But he was throwing to Mike Evans, and he had two and a future NFL All-Pro tackles protecting him. So yeah. you got that situation, dude. You're yeah. gonna be doing all right. So yeah, it's but i like Yeah, I like it though, dude. I like Florida. I like the over here because I don't see them losing a fourth game. And yeah, even if they lose three games, a push there, you don't lose. So mm-hmm. I think I think that's a pretty safe bet. I am definitely yeah I definitely
1: it. go over in Florida.
0: All right, next up is Missouri Tigers.
1: There you go. This is what you wanted.
0: <laughs> this is. These are my dogs, I guess. I don't know, or my kittens. no. You're
1: just like you just. I just you know you just keep bringing them up. So I'm like I gotta look at this schedule. No,
0: I gotta bet on them in week two already, uh, or week one. I think yeah, week one uh, against Central, Central Fort or against uh, Central Michigan.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I really and their
1: schedule looks like a basketball schedule. The first four games.
0: Yeah. Right.
1: LA, Michigan, and, 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 Kentucky. And with
0: the Southeast, Southeast Missouri, Missouri State game, at great. least they're playing their FCS school early in the season good for them oh wait they got arkansas little rock or no 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 it's arkansas arkansas okay okay so we got central michigan at kentucky southeast missouri this is a
1: very nice schedule all right boston college
0: that's what i'm saying dude like dude then they go tennessee north texas texas a&m vanderbilt okay they do get a back-to-back road trip at vanderbilt at georgia and that's a fucked up spot. The for Georgia them.
1: one, yeah. The Georgia one's tough to come after Vanderbilt, then go because they're Missouri. They have to travel, you know. Yeah. I don't know why they're in the East. You know, they have to go to Vanderbilt and then they got to go to Georgia.
0: Yep. And that's a fucked up back-to-back spot for Georgia. If it was reverse, where if they were playing Georgia the first week and then Vanderbilt the week after, I'd give them a chance to go two and zero there. But I, I think they're dropping that Georgia game. Like that's. But after that Georgia game, and like, and then. Uh, I mean, they get Florida at home. There. That's what I'm saying. And that it could be a cold weather game. I don't what know. What do they do you... have them as? What's that?
1: What do they have them? Okay, well, what do the sports better say.
0: All right, they got the to win the East at ten to one. I think that's a juicy pick, oh!
1: dude.
0: <laughs> I think that, that's that,
1: a. To me, it's so so tantalizing that I'm sticking with Florida. Florida is proven in the SEC. I, just, but, I can't throw it on Missouri yet.
0: Based on that schedule, though, I really... And for the win total, okay. Okay, for, so for the East, it's uh, 10 to 1. For the SEC Championship, it's 40 to 1. Uh, and then, yeah. dude, I really like this win total. Dude, this is one of my... I might have to load up on this, dude, but... 10-1? 7 is the win total. And it's a straight minus 110, minus 110, straight even kind of pick-up situation at 7. Now, the I don't... The
1: thing is that one... Two, three, four. They could possibly be five and zero. Yeah, because they got they got Tennessee there. They possibly could
0: be. And then five North and Texas the week ed- about And then North Texas the week after they could be six and zero there.
1: And then Texas A and M.
0: And if they're six and zero there, dude. Like, yeah, you know what? you, you got to
1: take that. You only
0: need them to win one more to push, and two more the rest of the way to win it.
1: Yeah, and they got South Carolina, they got Arkansas, and they got Vanderbilt. They got to win at least one of those. Yeah, that's 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 eight right there.
0: That's eight right there, dude. Like I don't know, I I I think it's a. It looks
1: nice, you know what I mean? It really does, but I just can't believe it. I think I don't they know why. they probably
0: lose a Texas A&M at home on October 16th, and they definitely lose November 6th at Georgia. How, How about this? Boston College I, could be a tricky road game.
1: That could always Boston Car- College up in Boston is always tough. Uh, later in the season, more tough than the beginning of the season. But I will say this. I watched the Missouri Bowl game last season, the last game they played, and they had this hell of a comeback. And I know people yeah. were like, what, is, what does it have to do with it? Like, Momentum into next season means a lot.
0: It does. And they dude.
1: came off this comeback, and they, they're feeling they're brimming with pride. The schedule is set up for them. To possibly be undefeated, to be in the conversation at the end of the season. I mean, I, they may was, lose the SEC, but they could be in the playoffs.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think uh, the win total here. I think it seems like that thing's like a lock, and I would sprinkle that ten to one, dude. Like,
1: what were, are they preseason ranked anything?
0: No, I, don't, I think they're, they're getting, not ranked. They're getting votes though,
1: so they're like. I don't really like
0: ranked. paying attention to the preseason ratings because I think they put too much on last year. And especially True. with last year being a COVID year, some of these teams, it was hard to get a real read on them, especially in like the big 10 and pac 12, where some of those teams okay. were only playing six games and stuff like that. Yeah, Like what well, Penn state right. went like three and three last year, but I think they're going to be pretty good this year, you know, like, like stuff like that. So, yeah. But are you with me on the over on this one? I think, you know this- what
1: I I'm going with Missouri because I'm looking back at Florida's schedule again, you know, they got a, an Alabama game. You know, they got an LSU game, they got a Georgia game, and they got a Missouri game. Missouri schedule, they still play Florida, but their rest of their other games are not as tough as those and Alabama. And it's two
0: games less. Georgia, for the-
1: yeah. I like Missouri winning the East.
0: Yeah? Yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, this is a hot I take. Think, I think
1: it goes Missouri, Georgia, Florida.
0: So if you got them winning the East, then you definitely like them to go over seven wins here.
1: Yes, yes. All right. So and his schedule is so favorable.
0: I know, dude. That's why I, I was doing my homework a little on this one. And I was like, that's kind of why I was high on them. And I really like them in that central Michigan game because they're only favored by 13, dude. And Central Michigan's a trash Mac school. And the Mac is the worst conference in the country. And so you're telling me a a upper half an like they Missouri's in the top seven teams, I think, in the SEC. Give me that over a trash-max school any day of the week under two touchdowns.
1: I like them over Central Michigan, no doubt. I think the Kentucky game is going to be a little tough. Uh, it's at Kentucky. I it's still haven't September seen 11. Kentucky
0: prove to me that they can throw a forward pass. And they were, Kentucky, speaking of Kentucky, they're up right now. So there Kentucky did, like, I haven't seen them be able to complete okay. a forward pass. So they are 20-1 to 1 to win the East, 60-1 to 1 to win the conference. They're at over-under 7-2 with uh, Missouri. But the difference here is we're at Missouri. It's minus 110 either way on the over and under. For Kentucky, it's over-under, over minus 150, under plus 120. So they're juicing you to death on the Kentucky over. They seem to have a favorable schedule here, okay, where they get Florida, LSU at home. They get to play New Mexico State November 20th, which is basically an FCS school.
1: This schedule is brutal.
0: Just Uh,
1: conference alone You know You gotta go to South Carolina That's not gonna be an easy one You should win Florida That's a tough one Yeah, Shane Beamer Then Georgia
0: Mississippi
1: State Tennessee At Mississippi State Yep Vanderbilt's not gonna be easy That's technically your rivalry game
0: And dude, no And then they got a fucking Non-conference rivalry At Louisville Which, dude Louisville Louisville has a legit Fucking uh, Heisman contender With Malik Cunningham At quarterback
1: Yeah, yeah (laughs) <laughs> like so, so I think Kentucky is gonna come in dead last in the conference.
0: Really? Wow. So, I
1: think I think so.
0: So you really like under seven uh under seven wins if you think think they're a six and six I you,
1: think they're six I think they're gonna be on the bubble.
0: That's plus one twenty odds right there. That's not bad. Dude. And so far we've given out Florida uh under that's minus one hundred thirty, okay, but Georgia under at plus one hundred, Missouri minus one twenty we're not, dude. None of these are too chalky with like the juice. I mean, I guess the Florida yeah. one is a little, but Kentucky under plus one twenty. You know, I got to agree with you, dude, because like I think Louisiana Monroe might even be a game for them week one if they're not fucking careful. That's a yeah. that's a spot where they can get caught with their pants down. I like Missouri to beat them. Uh, they should definitely beat Chattanooga. You're right. South Carolina can be a tough one, and then they got they do get they get back to back road games on their schedule in conference. But there is a bye week in between, so that doesn't – but still not having a home game.
1: Look at those three games, man. Florida, LSU, LSU
0: at Georgia. Georgia, Dude, those are all losses. All losses. (laughs) Then they get a bye week, and then after the bye week, on the road again at Mississippi State. That's going to be a tough game in year two of Mike Leach over there with that air raid offense. The fucking
1: cowbells, man. Yeah,
0: it is. At home against Tennessee in a rivalry game. Or, you know, anytime it's a rivalry game, throw the record. I'll give them a win for sure against New Mexico State, a win for sure against Vanderbilt, um, and a That's win for, losses, and Tennessee. a win for sure against Chattanooga, and I, I'll give them Louisiana Monroe too. But those are the only like for sure wins I can give them.
1: Honestly, they could be five and seven.
0: They could easily they could be four and eight, dude. Or I mean, they get one.
1: If two, they lose that first game, they're gonna be four and eight.
0: I give them four for sure ones on the schedule, so they could technically be four and eight. Yeah, they'll probably be in the five and seven, maybe six and six range. But yeah, I think
1: they're gonna, They may get in the bowl, but they'll be like six and six. Because
0: last year, dude, like their de- I mean their defense is no joke. I'm not, I won't I won't say they have a legit okay. SEC defense. But... Is it Mike Stoops still the coach? Yeah, yeah, but their yeah their offense is just absolutely pathetic, man. Like they cannot throw the ball to save their life, and in this conference, especially with like. Teams like Mississippi State going out and getting Mike, uh, Mike Leach, uh, Georgia with the, the you know Alabama with all these kind of weapons and at their disposal, Missouri's Harrison high-powered Auburn, offense. You
1: know, and then you know Kirby Smart at Georgia, like
0: well, you got to be able to uh, score does, uh,
1: Dan Mullen at, at Florida. Like, uh, Lane Kiffin score. at
0: Ole Miss now, dude. I mean we'll Lane get him.
1: Kiffin, we're gonna get to him.
0: We'll get to him. We'll get I to love that.
1: Love Lane Kiffin, love
0: him. <laughs> but like, yeah, so I got uh, Kentucky going under here, and also it's just kind of a, one of those things of like. Someone's got to absorb these losses. With I already have three teams or two teams going over in this thing or whatever. So I think um,
1: Kentucky is going to be taking a lot of homecoming games. That's what they're going to be calling them.
0: Yeah. So yeah, that's the deal for Kentucky. Next up, we got Tennessee, the Volunteers. Um, okay. They uh, they're in a rebuilding year, so to speak. Uh, they do have uh, what's we call it, Josh Heupel. Um, he would coach at UCF. Now, here's the thing with Hypool. Dude, because he had a couple of those UCF teams that were nasty. But if you look at his run there, they went from like eleven and one to like nine and three to like six and three last year. Something like that. So they were trending in the wrong direction under Hypool, where he kind of inherited a pretty good program and a good team, and he kind of got them. He had started off hot So we'll see how his style translates to the um, To the SEC He was the national championship winning Quarterback at Oklahoma back in 2000 Uh, So he you know he He brings a little swag I guess to this program That is desperate need of it dude
1: Yeah but you know I'm looking At this schedule and I think like you said this is a rebuilding year Usually when teams rebuild they go A good season to 7 and 5
0: Yeah that's a
1: good year You know uh, but you can easily be six and six, five and seven. And l- let's just start here. Bowling Green, I think they should win. That's I
0: think dude. They should Bowling be- Green's one of the worst teams. I would put them as one of the four worst teams in the country. There so if go. they don't win, that, they don't win that big. There's something they struggle wrong.
1: They're struggling. That it's gonna be a long season. It's
0: gonna be a long season, um, yeah. Dude. And
1: then they and like their first three games are at home: Pittsburgh, Tennessee Tech. They should win. They should be three and zero. Yeah. And then I think it'd be a toss up with Florida. They may lose close or some shit or whatever. I think they may beat Florida, honestly, but they lose to Missouri. Um, they may be South Carolina. They lose to the Alabama. Yeah, they lose to, Florida, hey, they Missouri, lose to Kentucky. See, Missouri to gets Georgia. them in
0: a great spot there, too, coming off the back-to-back fucking uh, road games. So, yes. like, that's an even better uh, – that's an extra point in Missouri's favor now. I know we've already covered that. I'm,
1: yeah, I'm going back to where I'm believing more in Missouri now. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, I count up the total, I think, for a good season for Tennessee is seven and five. I don't yeah. know if they can
0: get it. Well, they're okay. They're at 30 to 1 to win the East, 1,000 to 1 or, you know, 100 to 1 to win the SEC. Throw the, like, dude, set your money on fire instead of betting those. I don't think that they have a chance at yeah. either one of those. But they're over, uh, their win total is at 6.5, dude. And the over is at plus 150. So you're getting, dude, 10 to win 15 uh, at 6.5. That's not bad, dude. Like As
1: a Tennessee fan, I would take that in a heartbeat.
0: Yeah, like, because you got – I think they they could – like you said, they can start 3-0 and there. Now yeah. you just need them to win four more games the rest of the way, and Vanderbilt at home should – and, dude, and they get South Alabama – dude, they close with Georgia, South Alabama, and Vanderbilt all at home. So three straight yeah. home games to close the season. That's a favorable ending for them, even though Georgia's probably a loss, but the other two, dude, are – they should win. So right there, well, dude – Well,
1: if Georgia – if Georgia loses a couple games – this is what I love about college football is that we can look at the schedule and predict, but if you lose a couple of games, you know, the season's lost because the goal was to get to the playoffs. And if you got two losses and
0: right, there's so, still
1: some undefeated teams, hey, you may I, pack it up.
0: I'm on the fence on this. I'm not going to completely say like, oh, that's a lock. But if you want some interesting action want some interest, because I, I do believe that Missouri wins a lock. Uh, uh, but for yeah. Tennessee at six and a half, I see five for sure wins on the schedule. Okay. So that means they just need to get you two more. And and I think
1: they can pull the upset. Okay, so the, mean, ones gotta pull, circle, pull one. the ones you got to circle,
0: the ones you got to circle are at Florida, uh, at home against South Carolina, at home against Ole Miss, and at Kentucky, mm-hmm. because those are the ones you got to win two of those for to hit this over. But I think it's possible. It's a tough one.
1: It, it is, but it's a tough. Like I said, if I was a Tennessee Volunteer fan myself, I would take that.
0: It all depends because on you're, you're willing
1: in that. You're willing that in as a fan basis.
0: Yeah, right. dude. <laughs> I think seven and five is very possible, especially like dude. South Alabama's trash, good year. Bowling Green's trash, Tennessee Tech's a fucking FCS school. So, I mean, like, and they get them all in good spots on their season. You know, like out, that South Alabama game is a tune up before Vanderbilt is a great call on their schedule because it's not yeah. a fucking FCS school. They do play at the FBS level, get a good Sunbelt game in. I'm a big Sunbelt fan. They got a lot going on <laughs> over there. And the fun Belt, as, as those of us in the loop like to call it. Is that um, is
1: that Murray State and all those teams.
0: But yeah, so at the price too at plus one fifty, I gotta say the over here on Tennessee. That's what I would advise on, on this. Wow. Day.
1: Going out there. Yep. I'm gonna have to say under. Simply because as a first year coach, I think they go six and six, seven and six win their
0: bowl game. See, but on this just based on this schedule, I would rather put ten to win fifteen than put seventeen fifty to win ten when I know there's five wins already on there.
1: You know, we we gotta. It's
0: to me, it's the odds factor. If this was a straight minus one ten, what is Pittsburgh like?
1: Honestly, that's the game that's that's tantalizing to me.
0: Pittsburgh plays good defense, and you okay? Here's the thing: Pittsburgh's mediocre, like a fucking barely makes a bowl game every year, right? Or, or close but when they to do, it, Larry
1: Fitzgerald, you know, but dude, Larry no, Fitchell, Aaron
0: Fitchell. Donald, uh, Daryl Revis, yeah, no, you know they mean? get <laughs> legit NFL studs. If you go back and listen to my AC. Dave
1: Womstead, come on,
0: I just did the, AC, the ACC preview was the last episode, and like I talk about this with them, where did you know they had more players drafted last year than Clemson?
1: Wow, Wyman <laughs> and defensive tackles, yeah, and like, dude,
0: yeah, linebackers and stuff. I mean, dude, and no, yeah. but they, I mean they put talent. look at Lashawn McCoy. I mean, dude, like. Mm. They put guys in the fucking league, but they. Well, look when Pittsburgh College is located at. It's in Philly. I mean, you got you got some studs over there. No, Pittsburgh's in Pittsburgh. It's in Pennsylvania. It's not in... Yeah, it's in... that's what I I meant Philadelphia. <laughs>
1: I think Philadelphia is the whole state.
0: <laughs> yeah. Pittsburgh,
1: <laughs> Philadelphia. That's what I
0: meant. Uh, Dude. <laughs> <laughs> No, so yeah, I but here's the thing, Pittsburgh's got a good defense and they'll play you close, but I think that's a win for Tennessee. I think they should win that.
1: Well, if they can pull that off, I'm with you on that. I think that Pittsburgh game is giving me pause for concern, first-year coach. That is a turning point. But even point like I see. said, They've... I
0: gave you uh, those other four that are all winnable, where they only Yeah. But okay, if you include Pittsburgh in that, they just need to win 3 out of those 5.
1: Yeah. You go 3 South and 2. South Alabama there. You know they should win Tennessee Tech they should win bowling Green they should win you know,
0: and Vanderbilt they should be Vanderbilt at home dude Vanderbilts okay. awful awful Did
1: they uh, they got a new coach again
0: yes, and he's got his work cut out for him all right let's move on right. um but yeah go rocky top take the over at plus one fifty that'll be a fun one to sweat out uh you, you'll feel a yeah. lot li- you'll feel alive in November it, that's really what you do
1: that Tennessee season if you bet on it it will be a
0: rush for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You will get some you'll get some good action out of it. So it'll come down to the wire one way or the other I feel. All right, so South Carolina's up next. 100 to 1 to win the East, 150 to 1 to win the SEC. Win total over under 4. Over plus 125, under minus 145. Willie, let's take a look at the schedule. Who and is they the have new a new coach. coach. Now They're another team here as you, as we get into these bottom feeders here. Um. Yeah, they all have new coaches. Shane Beamer, son of legendary Virginia Tech coach uh, Frank Beamer.
1: Frank Beamer. yeah. So
0: uh, we'll see. You know if he's got his father's acumen or not. Um, I think they I do. Mean, got... Is he gonna
1: bring out that little black box, that little launch pal, You know.
0: <laughs> yeah. <dude>. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> okay, they opened with at home against Eastern Illinois. That's a win. Okay. Well, yeah. Over under four. Let's see, let's see if we can find four wins on here or five wins.
1: Four, that's it? Okay. It's, the
0: overrunner's at four, so they would need five for you to win. Four would be a push. Uh I don't know, but the pays at plus okay, 125, one twenty five. So that could be interesting. It's not quite uh Tennessee odds, but it's up there. So all right. Um Eastern LA. at East Carolina, dude, I think that's a loss.
1: I think they could honestly go one and eleven.
0: I could see the beat. East be...
1: Carolina's definitely a loss. I think that's the game you like you want to wield that in. But it's at East Carolina.
0: Yeah, well. I could do. Did they close at Clemson in and in-state? It's right? at
1: 9 a.m. They got to play um, a non-West Coast. Time.
0: Dude, like all these S C C teams basically have an in-state ACC team that they play, like Florida, Florida State, Georgia, Georgia Tech clemson south carolina south carolina detroit you know south I'm carolina be definitely troy. gets the shaft in that fucking in those rivalry matchups dude. yeah whereas georgia gets georgia tech florida gets florida state they all they both suck right now but having that's to play clemson God. in november 27th that's rough uh yeah yeah I, i'll give them troy in eastern illinois but dude, that's it that's it, man. I, I That's a hard pass on this season for me uh, yeah. from them. I mean, we could kind of go down game by game, but I think this yeah. is kind of easy money with the under. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah. why it's at minus 145. So this is a little of a chalkier play. I've been trying to be a little sexier with them, be a little bit more hot with the takes, but I just can't even see getting them a third win on this schedule, let alone a fourth. And Willie's very right. They could be one and 11. And, dude, if they lose that first week to Eastern Illinois at home, Oh, Which they could, Diego. by the way. But circle that's the That to be like the
1: first big upset, you know.
0: Dude, circle the uh, Georgia game, September eighteenth at Georgia. Uh, at Georgia, because I don't know if you remember this, they won at Georgia two years ago See, a that's big the thing upset. Is that
1: the thing about Georgia is that they could lose some fluky game like that and win like ten games. They're we like, but they lost to South Carolina, who's like one and eleven. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah <laughs> the yeah. only
1: game they won was against Georgia. <laughs>
0: No, yeah, I'm like, dude, they, they, I remember that where that game went like double overtime, I think, or triple overtime, or something. But South yeah. Carolina pulled it out in Athens. Uh, so keep just keep an eye on that one. I, I if they're gonna surprise the people on the season, then that could be a spot they do it in.
1: I think they surprised Tennessee. Uh, that's why I'm not high. I think the Tennessee season is a loss. Yeah, think the South Carolina season is a loss.
0: They'll probably bite someone in conference. Yeah. Yeah. For sure, it could even be Florida at home on uh, November 6th. Yeah, that that I don't. I, doubt I hope it. it's not.
1: I hope it's not Auburn before they play Clemson. I mean, the end of that is Auburn and Clemson. It's like shit.
0: All right, now bringing up the rear here in the SEC East, which this is the bottom feeder of all bottom feeders in this conference. We got Vanderbilt. They got them at two hundred fifty to one to win the East, two hundred fifty to one to win the SEC. So. To me, that really stood out, and I had to double-check it, make sure I, I wrote it all down right, because I was like, wait a minute. They're saying if they just win the division, that's ju- it's just as big of a – like it's the same odds as, for them to have to win the extra game in the SEC. So if you are going to do a long-shot bet on Vanderbilt, just take them to win the East since it's the exact same like, – they don't have to win that game for the exact same price. But stay away, stay away. It's at 3.5 for the win total – um, oh, I'll
1: take that. I'll Modus take one
0: ten both ways.
1: Honestly, I just looked at their schedule. I will take the higher winning percentage, winning percentage. I think they have a better season in South you, Carolina.
0: You think they Look got four wins they got four wins here?
1: I think they win their first three games.
0: Uh Stanford at home is a winnable game, I do feel.
1: Yeah, Stanford sucks now. They're about to close down their football, all their athletics last season.
0: Yeah. Um okay, so they start with East Tennessee State at home. That's a win at Colorado State. I wouldn't say that's a uh, for sure win.
1: But it's a toss-up. It's
0: better than a 50-50 game, but it's yeah. not a for sure win. It's like I would say it's like 55-45 Vanderbilt favor on that one.
1: But you can see them being 3 and
0: 0. Yeah. I could see them being like a 3-point road favorite in that one, and that's always a weird number to to have on the like the threshold kind of thing. All right, so but I could definitely okay. see them being 3 and 0. Then they're at home against they, Georgia. That's absolutely. And then it. after
1: that, look at that. That's next an game.
0: absolute ass swamping against Georgia. What's the next game? UConn. That's probably a, that's a win. That's there. You yeah. got us
1: four right there. That's so there, you already right got your. There.
0: So you yeah, you can hit your over by October twentieth. October second <laughs> with Vanderbilt. Okay, I'm with you. Because
1: y'all. after that, it's, it's tough.
0: I'm at, yeah. After that because dude, did they get back-to-back road games? We, I you know I've I mentioned how those are tough. Uh, they get that twice. If you think about this, Alabama's had that once in the last six years. Vanderbilt gets it twice on their schedule alone this year. That's fucked up, dude. They should be more balanced yeah, with these scheduling.
1: I mean, they could beat South Carolina as well. That's like
0: five potential. But I don't right. know. I think that's a really tough spot for them coming off at Florida. Florida. Yeah, I, 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 to me, that's both losses. Then they're at home against Mississippi State. Uh, I, I, that's a loss, dude. Yeah. Uh, at Missouri. home against Missouri, that's a lot. Trap
1: game. Trap game.
0: I think they can f- have a fighter's chance against Kentucky. Um, okay. All right. And then they got to close at Ole Miss, at Tennessee. See that Tennessee game? They can beat Tennessee. Beat, I was going to say, but, dude, second after Ole Miss, man, Ole Miss is pretty good this year, dude. Ole Look,
1: Miss is good. They're good. Lane Kiffin is good. At that's going to
0: be a really tough back-to-back road there for them, even though but, Tennessee's an in-state rivalry game.
1: I don't know. As you went through that schedule – do you think they can win more than three and a half games?
0: Yes, yes, absolutely. Because I, like I said, I think they could be 4-1 and one on October 2nd. You already have that thing cashed. Yeah. And, and then they could fucking literally just tank the rest of the season and go forward. I eight. think
1: they're going to be disruptors. Vanderbilt will be the disruptor of the the East. Like, they're going to be terrible, but they're going to be good. They'll beat the, the right
0: teams at the right time kind of thing. Yeah.
1: No, they're going to be like what Arkansas is to the West. You're like, Arkansas sucks, but they beat Alabama this one season. Or they beat... Mississippi stayed this one season, or they beat LSU this one
0: season. Yeah, you know? but yeah, no, I'm with you on the over there. I like that, especially at the price minus one ten. If it's either way, I think there's way more scenarios in the season where they win four or five. Even like, dude, they could even win seven games. That would be wild. They they could do it. You, you, new coach, I forget who their fucking new coach is, but you never know how people respond to a new coach. You, you just never like. But I'll I'll definitely go with the over here. All right. Now we go over to the SEC West, where the Alabama yeah. Crimson Tide are the clear-cut favorites in that division. Minus 450, just like Georgia, to win the division. Uh, I think Alabama. that's kind of in- interesting that, that Georgia and Alabama have the same odds to win the division. But I think Alabama is a clear better team. And Sure.
1: I mean, Alabama's always going to be good.
0: Yeah. They're and...
1: always going to be good.
0: So it's like, I I don't know, but I personally, like, Georgia's plus 190 on the conference. Alabama, to win the SEC, is at minus 160. It was at minus 140 not too long ago. I actually have a ticket on them to win the conference at minus 140. Um, Win total, over, under 11.5, over, plus 105, under, minus 125. Uh, Okay, here's how I would bet this Alabama season this year. Because we we know who they are, dude. They're the shit. Uh, they they they're the big bully. They're the big bad on the block. You bet them. Like I already have the bet on them to win the SEC at minus one sixty, right? Mm-hmm. And then I could, would maybe also bet the under eleven and a half because there's definitely a scenario where they lose one game during the season. They're eleven and one. I win. I I, I win the under bet, but they still get into the conference championship game and beat Georgia there, and. I end up winning both, but it becomes the the under bet. There becomes kind of a hedge if they do stumble twice on my conference championship bet there. So there's a scenario where I I can win both, but there's no way I lose both. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. You know, this is, this is, I'm looking at their schedule and this is one of those typical Alabama seasons, you know, where they're going to make the playoffs.
0: Yeah. They're not going to win the
1: division. They're not going to win the division. And I think there's there's three potential trap games. All
0: right, well Uh, they can be
1: ten and they're going to be ten and two with like one loss in the West or like you know two SEC losses. You know. All right, so
0: they start off in a uh, Atlanta in a neutral site game against Miami Miami. week one. That's that's a win. Then Mercer week two FCS school that's a win. Yeah. At Florida that's a win. Southern win,
1: but it's not going to be easy.
0: I think it might be. I think Florida's replacing a lot this year. I'm not quite as high okay. on them, but okay. I think All that's right. a for sure win for Alabama. Then okay. Southern Miss, that's a win. Yes. This is their first test of the this season. This is
1: the one. Like, this is – home. At Lane home. Kiffin gets him.
0: At home against Old Miss, you're saying Lane Kiffin gets him. I God got Manziel them beating got him at
1: home. Nick Saban loses at – big game's at home.
0: But Nick you Saban beats his ass- former assistants – so, very true, so, very
1: true. But so, you, don't you think that it has to stop at some point? And if there's any assistant coach of his that could challenge him, it's him. It's Lane. Kittin. Okay,
0: well, guess what? Alabama finally gets a fucking back-to-back road this year at Texas A&M at Mississippi State. I'm gonna say they're more likely to lose at Mississippi State October 16th than at hey, old Miss. Like Jimbo fisher got
1: something going on too. Now let's not let. Texas no, 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 no. Texas a and you know. not
0: not a slouch, but Mississippi State, dude, coming off having to play Lane Kiffin, coming off having to play Jimbo Fisher, and then having to go up against Mike Leach after back-to-back road games. That's where their schedule gets tricky. So that's why I do like the I like under that. on
1: it. I like it
0: because, dude, they could easily get a loss in any of those three games right in there. And All right.
1: say, say they get one loss there,
0: right? You, you hit that under at, under at eleven and a half.
1: Now they still have to play LSU and Auburn.
0: They lose Uh, one of those games? And Auburn's a road game, too. Yes. They get New Mexico State now. Notice in November, (laughs) is this entire conference going to fucking schedule New Mexico State in November?
1: New Mexico State coming in for the buffer. Yeah, Yeah, dude. New Mexico State's
0: fucking awful. (laughs) New Mexico State's the reason why I like the Hawaii over this year on their win total, because Hawaii's win total is at six, but they're the only team in the country that gets 13 games because they're getting a permission to make up one from New Mexico State from last year. So they're getting New oh. Mexico State twice with an extra game, and their win total's only at six. So they just need to go seven and six, and they also have Portland. And it's a very – dude, Hawaii's not bad. It's, I, but that's in the my that'll be on my Mountain West stuff. Uh, all right, so then I, Tennessee I, at I like- home –
1: I like Alabama 10-2, and two, not coming in first in the West. I think they don't go to the SEC Championship, but they go to the playoffs.
0: Okay, okay, okay. See, I'm, I think I am going to take that under 11.5 on them because I already have them to win the SEC at minus 140. And I think if I t- take this at minus 125, like I said, there's no way Alabama uh, like wins 12 games. And loses the sec i feel <laughs> like if they're 12 and 0, oh no if yeah, they're 12 yeah. and oh they're winning the conference championship so yeah, but and they could still win the conference championship at 10 and two even like there's a scenario
1: and well, that scenario that scenario i can see alabama being undefeated playing missouri in the sec championship.
0: yeah like there's a scenario where the sec west all there's like three two lost teams and they have the tiebreaker like yeah. like they're like that's a very likely scenario um, it looks
1: it, like the reason why I say Alabama could be 10 and 2, either, that's the worst season they could have.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the. the, the, the a, nine and three is not on the table.
1: Not on the table <laughs> at all. Like they're going to the playoffs. They, they are good. They are the best in but, the West. But, dude,
0: 12 and 0, I don't know. I, I Like I said, with, with the ticket I already have on them, I think taking the under 11 half is a smart move for me. Um, I yeah. I advise it overall to like they're they're gonna probably they're gonna stumble and I'm of those saying games. this as
1: an Auburn fan, and you're always rooting against Alabama, but you still recognize the greatness that is yeah, Alabama. Like,
0: yeah, <laughs> so I mean that's how it was for me. Like, they're gonna
1: get a ten and two season.
0: That's how it was for me <laughs> as a uh, UCLA fan during the Pete Carroll years, where I was like, they're fucking good. Uh, I can't I can't deny it. Can't.
1: Like Nick Saban mm-hmm. is the greatest coach of all time.
0: All right, so next up on the list in the SEC West is Texas A&M. Interesting. Plus 550 to win the West. Plus 1200 to, 12 to, win to win the SEC. Nine and a half for their total. Plus 110 on the over. Now, uh, Texas A&M was really good last year. They were a fucking top 10 team. They were no joke. They yeah. fucking balled. But they also won a lot of really close games. And in games where they were a double-digit favorite, they didn't have that great of a record against the spread. So just as a gambler... Uh, but they, that was
1: his, was that Jimbo Fisher's like second year and it was, closer? yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, so,
1: but it was better than what it could have, been.
0: could have been. Totally. Um, But just keeping that in mind, like they had a lot go their way last year. So there could be some regression on that front. Like they could possibly take an extra loss or two and even be a better team than last year, if that makes any sense.
1: I I'm willing. I because of the pandemic season. I think when fans get back into the stadiums, the twelfth man actually will mean
0: something. No, this is one of those teams too that. Uh, yeah, I think you're right. Like teams like this that are kind of on the fence on are they really going to compete in their division, in their conference, or whatever? Are they going to try and mm-hmm. really? Are they going to put a step forward and Look try at their and schedule. take a playoff spot? Right,
1: like see. their schedule, they they can be undefeated when they play Alabama, Kent,
0: Kent State, State. That's
1: a win. Colorado, win. New Mexico, win. Arkansas, win. Mississippi State, I think that's a win. Alabama, there you go. You're 5-0 and automatically right there. And then you got Missouri, which is a you know, toss-up game. At Missouri. South Carolina, you Auburn, know what? I think they beat Auburn. I and like Missouri. Once again, hey, this, is a,
0: this is another – okay, maybe, not, maybe Missouri doesn't beat Texas A&M at home that week, but I'm definitely going to bet them against the spread because Texas A&M will probably be favored at Missouri there. And teams yeah. that played Alabama the week before – it's really tough because uh, Alabama is so much more physical and they're so much deeper where it's like even when their third stringers are in there, they're bigger So you're saying two losses you. right there.
1: You're saying they lose Alabama and Missouri. Uh,
0: maybe they don't lose to Missouri, but they for sure don't cover the spread. How about that? They're, they're, they'll probably be favored. They'll, they'll probably be like a four or five. They'll probably be favored by like six, seven points actually. And I think, I think Missouri, dude, that, that's going to come down to like a field goal. When we're at, uh,
1: I think they're going to be nine and three or eight and four.
0: Yeah, well, the over-under is on nine and a half. So, then you're you're on the under then.
1: I'm on the under, yeah, definitely. Yeah,
0: yeah I, I agree. Uh, I think Auburn at home and Ole Miss on the road the week after, that's a tough schedule that's stretch. That's tough. And then the final the, game at LSU, dude. That's
1: valley. Yeah. That... The craziest sports fans of all time.
0: So, yeah, that's a really tough one. Uh, they do get Prairie View on November 20th. You know, like, so that's a nice little tune-up game. That's your cupcake game you keep talking about. Yeah. I mean, it just, when you go through these schedules, dude, like, it's it's kind of like, whoa, what the fuck's going on with that shit, dude? Like, why are they all... Do- like- you know why? Because, and here's why, because the SEC only plays eight conference games. And, and, like, the Pac-12 and the Big 12, they all play nine conference, and the Big 10, they all play nine conference, champ, conference games. Whereas the ACC and the SEC play eight each. Why do you think Alabama and Clemson, because they always cherry pick four fucking conference games every year.
1: Well, that's why they do that, is because they know if we do nine games, none of us will get in the playoffs.
0: Yeah, I mean, or... As well as the
1: Big Ten needs to do nine games because if they don't, they wouldn't get in the playoffs.
0: Yeah, it's all fucked, dude. That's why we need a bigger (laughs) playoff. That's why it needs to be be a bigger playoff. I'm I'm all
1: for it. Bigger playoff and everybody plays nine conference games. High school football playoff style where you have like like you said, twelve eight eight to twelve teams, the best in the. the they're thinking about expanding like, to twelve.
0: Yeah, expanding to twelve, where the top four would get a bye or whatever, and then
1: absolutely top four gets a buy. You, you have divisions, yeah.
0: But, I think that's fair. So yeah, I'm on the under two with Texas A&M, and I I just think that because I think the numbers tie because of what they did last year. But like I said, they had so many close games. I think there's a scenario where they are better. They're a better team this year, but they don't have the quite the best the as good of a record if that makes sense mm-hmm. like we're yeah. just th- things just don't quite break their way a couple wow, times. wow it now.
1: really worked out for jimbo fisher when he left florida state
0: huh yeah because florida state's trash now it's kind of like terrible it's wild okay so next up on the list now it's kind of crazy here for the west odds these next three teams all have identical odds to win the west but different odds to win the conference okay so that's kind of weird to me like like I guess they they think they're it's it's just quite white quick. Next up is Auburn. Your Auburn Go. Tigers.
1: That's right. War Sixteen
0: Eagle. to one to win the West. Fifty to one to win the SEC. Over under win total at seven. Um plus one twenty on the over, minus one forty five on the under. So Vegas is leaning on the under for these guys here. Um I kinda like But the, um, the
1: under of what again? Seven. Seven? Seven wins? Yeah. You know, I'm going to go over, and I know I sound like a crazy Auburn fan. Yeah. No, uh, no. But they have a very tough schedule. I'm looking at it. It is brutal with a first-year coach.
0: Auburn? Okay, where is the Where I don't have their schedule. Oh, there it is. All right. all right. There, I mean, Akron, okay, they should win. Akron? Auburn's now, game. Remember how I said Bowling Green, uh, one of the four worst teams? Yeah. They're not the worst team in their conference. Akron is. So Akron might <laughs> might be the worst team in the country. I'll hopefully so, LeBron's paying for playing for him.
1: So Penn State, which is like a you know, so something. Akron,
0: Alabama State, then at Penn at Penn State, that's going to be a game, dude.
1: That's the game. That's the game. Then Georgia State should be a win. Say we lose Penn State, all right. So we're looking at we're three and one. Uh, don't sleep LA- on
0: Georgia State just because they're a triple option team, and triple option teams are because di- hardly anybody in the country, like outside the service academies. No one really runs it anymore. I think Georgia State's the only non-service academy school to to run the triple option. Wow. So you got to like play defense differently for that one week. It's a tough matchup. Uh, that's another one where I definitely think Auburn wins that game, but they should be like a 17, 20-point favorite or so. I could see they won't cover it. I could see Georgia State hanging around and definitely covering that. Like, uh,
1: oh, yeah. Auburn always – as an Auburn fan, we always have heart attack games.
0: and that'll be that'll be one of them i think that'll
1: be one of them you know especially you got
0: especially in between road games at penn state and lsu i think that there's yeah it's just gonna be a tough stretch there with the other yeah at lsu that's tough at home against georgia
1: georgia i think that's a winnable game play georgia at the end of the year now they moved them up in the schedule this is weird
0: i think that's a winnable game for auburn i think it's definitely a winnable game all right at arkansas i think that's a win Hosting Ole Miss. I like hosting Ole Miss after a bye week. Give me that.
1: Okay. At Texas A&M. Uh, I,
0: I think that's a loss, but I think they cover against Texas A&M because Texas A&M will probably be a home favorite. Okay.
1: There. You're hosting Mississippi State.
0: That should that be That should win.
1: be winnable. You're going to South Carolina. That should be a win. And then you yeah. host Alabama. This season could be magical for Auburn. This is just like every Auburn season. We're unranked. We're like ranked 27th or 28th. This is how it was when we uh, lost to Florida State in the championship season. We, it was Gus Malzahn's first season as a head coach. We, we came from um, Gene Chizik era, right? He was the offensive coordinator. I think this Harrison guy has a different attitude. I think he's a little more pass heavy, which I love. I think Auburn comes in second in the West behind Alabama
0: yeah with i like losses. honestly i like that and you know i can see that uh because i mean they could even lose the penn state out of conference and that wouldn't affect their yeah. their conference standing you know so uh yeah i'm a, i'm down with the over there uh especially at plus 120 get, get a little juice there it's not so i think i gotta
1: bet on auburn this year i mean because like you told me those numbers i was like oh they don't believe in
0: auburn no yeah uh it looks like the public's pounding the under on them. So, usually the public's wrong. So, yeah. I, that's
1: what Auburn football is. Like I said, like, they always do well when they're not supposed to.
0: Yeah, I know. It's like Oklahoma State in the Big 12. That's like,
1: perfect. The Oklahoma State and Auburn are just like what Alabama, they are to Because if you look back like the
0: Oklahoma. last 10, 15 years, they're constantly racking up double-digit win seasons. But it's always in the wins when you're not, the seasons when you're not expecting it. So, yeah. Yeah. I think that's a very very good one. Okay. So next up, also 16 to 1 for the West, but they're only 25 to 1 to win the conference. Isn't that weird? So uh, uh, yeah. LSU's next, by the way. LSU's yeah. next. So Auburn is 16 to 1 to win the West, LSU 16 to 1 to win the West. But Auburn's 50 to 1 to win the SEC and LSU's 25 to 1 in the SEC. That makes no sense to me. Like, let's just say Georgia's the the East championship for a while. Well, if uh,
1: you've seen LSU's SEC schedule, I think you would go, oh, okay, they have to play Florida. That's but the either one that way, like, conference.
0: But the th- that's the thing, though, is their conference schedule, like their odds to win the division are the same, but to win the conference championship game are so much different. But I, I don't know. I don't see making LSU half the price to win the conference that Auburn is. You know what I'm saying? When it's the same mm. exact price to win the division. Like they both match up with Georgia probably about the same, if you ask me. Yeah, they do. If not, Auburn matches up better. And if you're gonna say if the if I, I doubt two underdogs win these two divisions in this conference. So if Georgia, if Alabama were to stumble here in the West, then Georgia would probably be the team in the East. And I, I don't know. Like mm-hmm. I do not get this at all with them at sixteen to one and twenty five to one. The over when the over under is at eight. Over at minus one thirty five. Under at plus with one fifteen. We'll get into the like schedule, nice. and I can give you a loss for them right off the gate, and it's not being me, me being a homer either.
1: No, no, no! I so exactly. They're going to UCLA. I think that's a loss. Because...
0: I think that's a loss too. UCLA has that big reputation of beating brand name programs at home early in the season. I it's was at there.
1: 5:30 p.m. is prime time on the East Coast. 8:30. I was
0: it's there not... in 2001 against uh, when they beat Ohio State the year before Ohio State won the national championship. I was there in 2006 when they beat an Adrian Peterson-led Oklahoma team. Um, wow. uh, they've done it to Alabama back in the early 2000s. They've done it to Michigan. Well, Michigan's not an elite team anymore, but I, I and Texas A&M just a few years ago was another example of an SEC team with clout that rolled into the Rose Bowl, and that's where they had that huge comeback against them. Uh, yeah, it, it, that's a great matchup for UCLA. I, I like that there. But then LSU is at home against McNeese State in Central Michigan. Those are easy wins, dude. Like mm-hmm. Those are really easy wins.
1: Mississippi State could be a trap game.
0: Could definitely be a trap game because it's right before at home against Auburn.
1: Yeah, um, which is a toss-up.
0: Yeah, that, that, I think that's a definite 50-50 game.
1: Uh, we got Florida, Mississippi, Alabama right there. Just three, just gong, 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 gong.
0: Yeah, and that Mississippi you get a bye on the road between Mississippi
1: and Alabama, but it's like, ooh.
0: but it's also back-to-back road games there. I, so I, I like Alabama there. They do get Louisiana Monroe late, but that's dude, that's a fucking in-state rivalry game. You never know what those. Yeah, they have Arkansas and Texas A&M at home. Arkansas is also a big rivalry for them. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna lean on the under here with them though. What did they have them as? They got them at eight. Yeah, I'm gonna say yeah. they're a seven and five team.
1: I think they're at 8 14. I think it's going to be a push.
0: Yeah, I mean, Um, I I think fucking uh, Ed Orgeron is a good motivator, but he's not really like. Like, they caught lightning in a bottle with that Joe Burrow season. I don't think. Oh, my
1: God. Absolutely caught lightning in a bottle. It'll never happen again on Ed run. I'm sorry to say that. It just. Yeah, he won't win multiple championships.
0: It's going to be more like where he was with Ole Miss, where, you know, like. (laughs) <laughs> Where they were, like, hanging around being a bowl team, and he might even kind of – they might even have a slide here in the next couple of years. And about
1: five – yeah, about five years from now, they're going to be like, hey, she should and be only, fired.
0: The reason why I say that is because Louisiana Monroe, Louisiana Lafayette, and Louisiana Tech are all on the way up. And for years, for decades, LSU's had a fucking vice grip on in-state talent, and also two lanes on the way up, too. So I just – if those other schools – just start chipping a little if if those guys each grab 2 3 guys a year that normally would have gone to LSU that really hurts them dude yeah okay um so yeah I'm on the under there I wouldn't touch them in the conference division or conference championship bets no way all right next up the third of the 16 to 1 ers Mississippi led by Lane Kiffin uh 16 to 1 to win the West 30 to 1 to win the SEC over/unders at seven and a half, minus one fifteen on the over, minus one oh five on the under. So they're giving you a little more. It's basically a even. I mean, mm. but they're leaning a little bit more on the under with them. Uh, Lane Kiffin, uh, I, I got. There's a fun game on the schedule because we didn't really mention it with the Tennessee, but the Tennessee game is a very fun game because that's at Tennessee, and yeah. he coached there for one he season. Yeah, they uh, left them for USC. left them for USC. So those fans are going to be turned up on that one. But I, that's me getting way ahead of myself here. They open the season on a Monday night game on September 6th. That's right. The week before NFL starts, so there's a Monday night college game. Uh, versus Louisville in Atlanta. Neutral side game. That's tough, dude. That's on a, ESPN, yeah. That's a very tough spot for them. Um, very uh, I think Louisville wins that game. I do, too, with Malik Cunningham. I, I, mm-hmm. He, he kind of makes an early Heisman case there. Uh, then Austin, PA, that's a win. But at home against Tulane, dude, Tulane is up and coming. Willie Fritz is a damn good coach and maybe the hottest wife of any coach in college football. Uh, uh. That counts for something. Uh, I I give LSU the win there. But don't make me surprised. Tulane makes that a serious ball game. Then they got a bye week before Alabama. That's a good time to have a bye week. But I still got them losing there. Then they're at home against Arkansas. That's dude getting Arkansas a week after Alabama is gonna be tough. That's not an easy spot for them. Yeah. Uh, then at Tennessee, uh, LSU, uh, at Auburn, then Liberty. That is not a gimme game against Liberty. Uh, Liberty has another, has a Heisman candidate named Malik, their own Malik Willis, who's going to be a first round pick in next year's draft. He is an absolute stud. He could be the next Lamar Jackson, dude. Like that. I, I kind of like Liberty to go into Ole Miss and beat them there. Be honest with you.
1: I mean, Ole Miss got a pretty, pretty tough schedule. Let's just be honest here. And as much hoopla, we like to talk about Lane Kiffin. He's always in the news. He's always on Twitter. Uh, I think he. I think he has a winning season. Uh, I can see a seven and five, eight and four situation. Um,
0: yeah, I, I mean they got it think right that at seven he could and have a
1: half. One good upset. I got. And I keep looking at that Alabama game. I know you're like, I, I just, I don't know what it is about that game. I think it's funny. No way, not,
0: Alabama- not on the road. Maybe if it was at home, but not on the road because. Their defense looked really bad and Alabama's defense is elite still. So, I mean, but they, had, they hung with them last season. Look, I'm going to give them losses to Louisville, Alabama, um LSU, Auburn, maybe even Mississippi State. The Egg Bowl is going to be interesting this year at Mississippi yeah. State. Mike yeah. Leach. Yeah, like they probably I don't know, and then they I, I think they lose to the Liberty, probably Texas A&M too. That, that yeah, that's one, I can get one, two. Yeah, that's like six three. losses you got going. Yeah, I, I, I got to go the under on this one.
1: Bye, yeah.
0: And I'm never going to take the over on a, I like fading Pete Carroll, fucking former assistant, that's just part of my thing. I'm on the under on Texas, too, with Steve, Cuddy Sarkeesian heading over there. Uh, oh, God. But, yeah, so let's not waste too much time on Mississippi as, as we yeah. can. Yeah. All right, so now we got Mississippi State, Mike Leach, and the Mississippi State Bulldogs, dude. Uh, love me some Mike Leach. He's, I love some Mike Leach as well. He's a regular on the sports gambling podcast, man. And he's hilarious on his interviews wow, with Sean man. over there and stuff. Uh, he says Bigfoot would be a good tight end, which I think is phenomenal. <laughs> he's a Bigfoot truther. Um. All right, so Mississippi State's at fifty to one to win the West, hundred to one to win the SEC, over under win total at six. Over at minus 120, under at plus 100. Uh, Let's face it. We are betting uh, they're not in the conference mix. Let's see if we can find seven wins for them on this schedule because that's what they're going to need to win this over. Uh, Louisiana Tech, that's a win. North Carolina State, that's a loss. I think North Carolina State's really good this year.
1: I think they get it. I mean, North Carolina
0: State,
1: State, NC State is always fucking tough.
0: NC State's really good this year, and they had they were one of those teams that, like, they're the opposite of Texas A&M where they lost a lot of close games. Mm-hmm. So their record was kind of deceiving last year. I think they're a much better team yeah. than the record showed. Um, yeah. At Memphis, that could be a very tricky game. Because Memphis, this is the year where if the Big 12 is going to dissolve, and the ACC and Pac-12 uh, – it's looking like the ACC, Big 10, and Pac-12 are doing this big alliance together where they're going to be mm-hmm. kind of like a huge – like behemoth and if that's the case uh and they're looking to expand and add any schools memphis would be a very interesting play into the acc dude i agree that would be a very interesting acc school so
1: well they got you know they got balance in football which is they have some people in basketball as well penny hardaway
0: yeah no penny's building a nice program over there um all right so lsu at home at texas a&m then a bye week before alabama um, at home at Vanderbilt at home against Kentucky all right all right
1: Arkansas, so I'm gonna bad. give them
0: for sure Louisiana Tech I'll give them Memphis um I'll give them Vanderbilt I'll give them Arkansas I'll give them Tennessee State it's
1: five
0: that's five and what is it at six I mean Ole Miss oh man i might have, I, I take the under I, I love coach leach too but i think i gotta go the under here especially at even plus 100 you yeah. know you're just doing it straight across 10 to win 10 uh yeah that that really makes sense to me uh i, I think it's a program on the way up dude like fuck is for the, the first game coach they had with under coach leach last year against lsu pulled a big upset win where uh Costello, that the Stanford transfer quarterback set the all-time NCAA passing yardage record in a game. So I mean, Mississippi State's gonna bring some fun to this conference with Coach Leach, but I think they're a year or two away from really doing any Yeah,
1: yeah. All right, and then
0: pulling up the rear of the whole enchilada is Arkansas.
1: Arkansas. Um. All
0: right, so Arkansas is at 100 to one to win the fucking West, two fifty to one to win the the. SEC five and a half on the win total. Minus one oh five on the over, minus one fifteen on the under. Now I'm kind of liking the over here with these guys.
1: What is the uh how many again?
0: Five and a half.
1: Yeah, I'm looking. Five and a half.
0: Because look at this. Know. They got rice, Texas, Georgia, Southern. Texas is not dude, Texas, not, is that, good. not yeah. that good. And they get them at home. With mm-hmm. three straight home games there, and then a neutral site game against Texas A and M in Arlington at uh, Jerry's World, so oh, that so could be,
1: fun. That's, that a winnable, could be fun upset. that's a winnable That's a winnable
0: game for them. There too, possible
1: four and zero right there.
0: I, I think possible four zero, but I think I got them at three and one there. I got them at three and one. I think they, they go three and zero to start the season. I I I, I think they, them over Texas September eleventh is one of my kind of locks of the, of the season.
1: I think they can win six games.
0: Yeah, no, because uh, they get UAPB. What is that? Arkansas Pine Bluff, dude. That uh, that should be a win. Yeah. And then they get Missouri in a neutral side Missouri, game yeah, in that's Little a Rock. One. Um, yeah, no, I,
1: I Mississippi I, game's a toss up too.
0: Here's the thing: this is one of those where I like them to go over at three and zero, right? At, at uh, five and a half, let's say there's a a service called PropSwap.com, not sponsored but what you can do is you can buy tickets and sell them like at a different price after they're already in play so you buy tickets at the beginning of the season like one of the ones i bought was like lamar jackson to lead the nfl in uh, rushing touchdowns at 75 to 1 if he starts off with like 10 rushing touchdowns in the first six games I could sell that ticket for a huge fucking price, you know. Oh wow! So that's, I I don't even need that's to have crazy.
1: It, that's, I, that's so
0: I don't even need to have it win to pay off, right? Right. So with Arkansas, I think there's a good situation for that kind of play there with them, where I think they start three and zero, and the over under is at five and a half. So you can get in on that there, sell it before they break your heart down the stretch. Yeah,
1: because they're gonna break your heart.
0: <laughs> it dude, it's just they're they're just nowhere near. There's a reason why there are. Right there with Vanderbilt at 250-1 to to win the SEC. They're just not quite there. They should be – they used to be a dominant program. Little known fact about the Arkansas program is Cowboys owner Jerry Jones and the two Cowboys coaches that won Super Bowls in the 90s, uh, Jimmy Johnson and Barry Switzer, were all three teammates at Arkansas back in the 1950s. Wow. What? Yeah, they won a national championship as teammates, dude doesn't that make that Cowboys fucking controversy and dynasty that much funnier that these guys yeah. all go back that far? <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, it makes sense. you like, some people are like, well, I don't understand this higher. like, it's, it's, as they would say, some good old boys, like, I know this guy from back in the day. Well, I mean, Barry you know?
0: Switzer did have a fucking incredible record at Oklahoma. Well,
1: Arkansas used to be like the hub of, you know, in the Southern Southeastern Conference. You know, if you want to talk about Alabama, you're talking about Arkansas. Yeah. Houston Nut, he had that program. You know, Darren McFadden, you know, I mean, that school was always in the running for upsets and like talks.
0: Yeah. And I mean, they really. Uh... Brought in the wildcat to the modern day football world.
1: They started it. Yeah, they're the ones who's that. That's
0: what it's from, dude. It's from Arkansas. Like, uh, yeah,
1: Arkansas wildcat. Those, dude, teams. you
0: know who they had to on that Darren McFadden team? That I think was never really quite. Was Peyton Hillis, dude? Dude, they had the
1: best quarterback of all time.
0: That he became a receiver in the NFL, and it didn't pan out. Matt Jones,
1: and he, yeah, Matt. Jo- oh, Matt Jones. I love Matt Jones.
0: Yeah, he was sick, dude. He was one of those guys that like was a combine freak. And so it's yeah. like, all right, well, let's... he was
1: like Tom Brady height, but he had like athleticism.
0: Yeah, dude, you know he he ran like a four three three forty or something like that, like
1: insane.
0: I mean, but and yeah, he, he got a
1: lot of trouble. Yeah, well, yeah, like and he just yeah he's a
0: drug guy, and he just he wasn't a great route. He was fast and he was big, but he wasn't a great route runner. And like, dude, give me a five foot, in the NFL. Give me the five foot ten, five foot eleven guys that can seriously run routes any run day of yeah. the week over the They'll bigger get a
1: concussion guys like bill belichick we'll just get another one
0: yeah like so i mean yeah I, arkansas going to make so you you do feel confident your uh, your auburn Tigers finishing second in the sec uh i would say i do feel confident in that i do have two cases okay, i like to give out a lock for each division my lock for the sec east is the missouri win total over uh all
1: right you got missouri in the
0: east pound that over at seven dude that's that's easy money right there. That's a very favorable schedule for them. Um you talked it,
1: me into it. I was I was Florida for a little bit, then I was like, you know, Florida always breaks your heart.
0: Yeah, and I yeah, I like I said, sprinkle that ten to one on Missouri, dude. That they they, they can definitely cause some damage in there. For the West, for the uh, uh I'm gonna say the Auburn over is my lock. You know what Okay, I, okay. In, in and i also like the texas a&m under too but i wouldn't be so much to lock that up i think auburn's an eight and four team uh plus 120 give me that juice uh i am gonna do a little alabama um under eleven and a half, just because uh, i already got the conference i think that's like i said i, I can't lose both of those yeah. <laughs> yeah i can lose one i can't lose both um yeah. So we're, so what what are you what are your locks there? And you locks and a potential long shot. So yeah, my potential long shot will be I'm going to go Missouri at ten to one to win the East. Yeah. I think as far as
1: long shot is concerned, um, you know I'm going to be a homer, and I'm going to say Auburn taking the West
0: at sixteen one. Dude, that's very possible, dude. I mean, hey, they you know, they won the West not too long ago on a kick six. Yeah,
1: it's just one, and I and I revisit that season a lot. It was the uh, Nick Nick Marshall was the quarterback. He was a transfer from a college uh, junior college. Uh, Gus Malzahn's first head coaching season. Uh, We had that Georgia game where that game honestly was more spectacular than the Alabama finish. The kick, you know, the kick six. Was because it was a Hail Mary play where it tipped up, and our player caught that's him.
0: right, yeah, that was a wild we, season if,
1: that was a wild season that's why I said that's Auburn for you, and I believe we started that season with a loss to Clemson
0: okay okay okay, okay.
1: and it was it was a tough loss, like thirteen to seven or something like that, but well,
0: I don't think Georgia's going to take a loss to Clemson week one and then rebound this year. Something tells me that they are it's all hype with them
1: I think with georgia they they had their shot.
0: I mean, it and, four years. All, a lot of the experts saying if this is their year, this is their year to do it if they're going to do it, and that that just doesn't sound like people having confidence in them. Yeah, like yeah. If I don't like hearing if with this kind of stuff. <laughs>
1: yeah. What they're saying is, if he doesn't win it this year, the boosters going to be like, get him out of here.
0: Probably, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Here is the thing: is Mark Rick? They got, they got rid of Mark Rick for Kirby Smart, right? Yeah. Um, Mark Rick had a better record at this point in his career at Georgia than Kirby smart does. Wow. So that, that's, that's wow. something, the factor in there too. Like a lot of times when they replace these coaches, um, it's a lateral move in a lot of ways. And like, for me, it's like, I always, believed, like the UCLA basketball back in the day, dude, John Wooden was there for like 18 years, I think 17 years before his first national championship season. Wow. But yeah. Yeah. Like that's pretty crazy to think, but it makes a lot, I mean, I don't know, and I'm not saying that if you stick with the guy he'll win 10 out of 12 national championships seven in a row the way Wooden did. But I do yeah. think there's something like, dude, look at Tom Osborne at Nebraska. They were the dominant team of the 90s, winning like two in a row, three in a row, depending on how you look at it. Uh, and fucking like, Dude, Tom Osborne, I think he didn't win the national championship till like year twenty five or something like that. Twenty four. It was like mid
1: nineties, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. He'd been there since the seventies, <laughs> dude. Like since oh the early seventies. So it's like, yeah,
1: and then Nebraska, like, like well, Tom Osborne, we were winning. It's like you won one.
0: Like, and... Bob, Bob, I think Bobby Bowden got hired at Florida State in seventy seven, and they won their first one in ninety three. Yeah. So, I mean, there's something to be said about, like, not everybody's going to do Nick Saban and come in like, and just dominate right away. Like, give some of these guys time. That's that's the biggest thing I can say in the SEC this year is you're all chasing yeah. Alabama right now. Okay? Yeah. All these teams with new coaches, whether it's Tennessee, whether it's South Carolina, whether it's Vanderbilt, or even, you know, uh Mississippi State and Mississippi having guys in year two because I'm going to kind of give them a pass for COVID year being year one of a new coach. You know, like, it's kind of – when they didn't have an off season to get ready, it's kind of hard to get that going. But, yeah, uh, give some of these coaches time. Don't expect them to compete with Alabama right out the gate. And I think you'll be rewarded because you have a yeah. fertile recruiting ground.
1: I think that's even great. That's why I like Auburn because, you know – Gus Malzahn was a flash in the pan. You know, it was like he started the hurry-up offense. Like when you play video games, like Madden, you know, you yeah. keep praying, playing, playing get, keep going. And Gus Malzahn took some of the elements from video games and brought it. But what he didn't do was elevate the play. You know,
0: <laughs> so yeah, they were
1: getting up and they were running the same. Oh, fake it here, here you go up the middle. I'm like, stop doing that.
0: Yeah. yeah, no, no, dude. That reminds me of the UCLA uh, Rick Neuheisel years, where they when they first tried to run the pistol, and it was oh just like they didn't have quarterbacks that could run the read option, but they're trying to run read option. Like, so it's everybody. It's like, but if you're gonna do that, the quarterback has to be a threat to run because if the not, the quarterback
1: they just... has to be able to run because if, if not, you're they're not just creating a
0: high halfback dive up the middle, and you know it's coming every time. You're gonna every get slaughtered, time. like.
1: Yeah. It was brutal. He's like, yeah, I work with Cam Newton, but it doesn't work with, you know, Brandon, whatever this guy's name we got. Yeah, yeah.
0: I, I, you got to be flexible. Dude, like, the way I see it, and I, I feel the same way about fantasy football, but, like, coaches need to be fluid. You yeah. know, like, too many of these coaches, especially at the college level, get too caught up in this is my system, this is what we do. Well, you either need to recruit the exact player prototypes for your system, or you need to be flexible and learn how to get take what you can get, and make mm. the most of it, and you know I totally this, agree. And some coaches do that. I mean, that's what makes Nick Saban great. He did. I mean, obviously, he gets fucking the elite talent, but he knows yeah. how to use it. He like look, they've won with Tua, they've won with Jalen yeah. Hurts, they've yeah. won with Mac Jones, they've won with different type of quarterbacks. That's just yeah. it doesn't necessarily have to have a certain type the of guy. The guy
1: bench Jalen Hurts mid national championship and made Tua a household name. Yeah, like just like that.
0: Yeah, that's fucking insane, dude. Like, but Nick Saban,
1: because of the gambles of that, like, it's like it's like when people talk about like high rewards, high risk. There's also a high loss. losses. Like Nick Saban has lost crushing defeats. Yeah, you know? yeah,
0: it happens. But but who cares?
1: There's also great dude, wins.
0: If 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 someone said you're for sure gonna win a national championship every three years, but you're gonna have heartbreaks in the other two years, I'm okay yeah. with that. Yeah <laughs> At least
1: I was there I'm still in the conversation
0: Yeah I'm way okay with that But am,
1: The only reason Tom Brady Is still playing football Is because he lost That
0: perfect season Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah dude Every he, time
1: he loses One time in a season Like fuck I gotta come back That's next funny year. to
0: think though Yeah he probably would have Retired <laughs> like fucking Seven years ago Had he got that Perfect season Like he probably would he have reti- out. He probably would have Retired after they beat The Seahawks Yep. Because like that, that was Because, like, remember they hadn't won a Super Bowl since they beat Philly. It was, like the Donovan McNabb Terrell Owens team. They hadn't yeah. won a Super Bowl for a long time and then they finally uh they beat the Seahawks and then uh and then what yeah, then they ended up running off the ball. They a lost to
1: more. the Eagles and then they beat the Rams, the
0: they beat the fucking uh Falcons Falcons. Yeah. So yeah, like uh, yeah, he got three more there at the very end. And then one with Tampa now. Jesus Christ. Fucking uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, Willie, thank you so much for joining the show, man. This was a blast, dude. Yeah, it uh, was a lot of fun. I think we uh hopefully you guys got some good picks out of listening to this show. Um, Willie, where can people find you and whatnot? And uh
1: Uh, you know, currently right now I've just been running a lot of television. Uh, I've, I've been writing on a new show called uh not a new show, it's a reboot of the Head of the class show from the eighties.
0: One of my all time uh, favorite eighties sitcoms. So, yeah. oh,
1: that's great. Pretty so, I'm pretty people... stoked.
0: I got a friend working on it. Yeah, dude. There cool. you go.
1: There you go. You know, I, uh, you know, thank uh, Bill Lawrence, the creative uh, scrubs. Uh, he, that was his first writing job. He was like, he said, he was a PA on head of the class. Oh,
0: wow. And a lot that. of
1: firsts in there. You know, you had your, uh, Brad Pitt was, you know, firstly on that show and a couple episodes. Robin Gibbons, a lot of people blew up from that. But uh, Bill Lawrence decided to reprise this show. It's not going to be like the last one. I will say that right now, but it's still going to be fun.
0: Yeah, I always love the premise for it because to me, it's like back then, it, it, things are a little bit different now where people do TV and movies. But back then, you were either a TV actor or a movie actor. Yeah. And Howard Hesman uh, from WKRP in Cincinnati was like, so they would like take a character that was beloved from an older sitcom and then like give them their own new show. And throw a twist on it. So it's like he was yeah. the rock and roll guy on WKRP. So they're like, hey, make that guy a teacher of smart kids now. And how he's not, <laughs> that was genius. Like, make him cook Make him teach the smart kids. He parties harder than they do, kind of thing. Like,
1: yeah. I know. And so it's, it's terrible. It's, it's, the concept of that is still in the show. Except we have a, a younger lead, is, is Isabella Gomez. She was the daughter in One Day at a Time. Uh, so she's okay, like yeah. a mid. So she's like a millennial, like as far as like twenty five, twenty six years old, trying to teach Gen X, Gen Z, excuse me. And they're a little more, you know, about social causes and everything. And like people like to blame millennials for like everything that's going on. It's like I'm a millennial. I was like, I don't give a fuck about anything. Yeah, mo- like, the
0: oldest millennials are in their forties now. Yeah, like, yeah. like I'm forty two. Technically, I'm considered the last year of Gen X, but I'm I'm yeah. basically a geriatric millennial. Like when a, that's
1: what you are. Like I'm gonna be thirty five in a couple weeks. You know. So I'm like, you know, we're not like millennials are not yeah, you're old enough to run 20. for
0: you're gonna be old enough to run for president. I can dude. Run for president. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I, I I missed out on my bid in 2016. So I've just been a fuck it ever since. <laughs>
1: you're always a write in candidate. Yeah.
0: No, actually, I think Cornell did write me in on a. On
1: to read? Yeah,
0: and I think my buddy my Andrew life. Holmgren in San Francisco. Uh, wrote, I, I, a few people have written me in for president. It's pretty, and I didn't ask anybody to. People. Oh just, no!
1: It's it's actually the perfect name to write in. You
0: know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you know. Hopefully, uh, whoever's counting the ballots listens ends up checking out the pod, dude. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: All right. Well. Fun, Where can people find you on social media?
1: Uh yeah, I think uh, I'm on Instagram at willie underscore hunter uh, i don't have a twitter uh because you know i just done with that but it's all fun it's all and i'm gonna be doing stand-up again soon probably at the comedy store and uh hopefully a town near you
0: yeah so if you're in la keep an eye out for the comedy store lineups and check out willie one of my uh, favorites uh, i missed you doing your talk show there that was a lot of fun back in the day oh, Uh thanks man um yeah and if you like the show, make sure you follow us on social media at Lux Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Um, There's the Patreon, uh, Patreon.com/slash Lux Pod. I gotta have you on the Patreon this fall because I'm doing a Friday night. I'm doing a thing called Friday Night Lights, where I'm gonna be going over and giving the exact dollar amounts I'm betting on all the games for that weekend. Because <laughs> so many people just do like, oh, how many units, this and that. And I don't want to be like people to be like, "Oh man, he's betting quite a bit, or oh, those are too small, yeah. so if you want hey so if people want to judge me for how much for for the size of my bets, whether they're too big or too small or too many or too few, you can pay me to do that. <laughs> you want to judge me, you gotta pay the five dollars a month that's how it works, okay. But if you want to judge me for free, you can go over to iTunes and leave a five star review and a little comments and uh, leave in the comment section what your picks are for the upcoming season. And I'll be doing a mailbag episode coming up after I do all these previews where we will be going over all your picks. Hopefully I get enough submissions to make that work. Well, Willie, thank you so much for joining the show, dude. This was a blast. Um, I'll say hi- bye to you off the air. But thank you so much, everybody, for listening. And I will be back um I got more coming this week with the AFC South preview with Ryan Kramer and the Pac-12 preview with Sean Keen. And I think that's it until the AFC North next weekend. And then I'm going to be doing a couple, I don't know how many episodes yet, but for the group of five schools, I'm going to be, I I mean, because I don't really need to do a whole thing on the Mac, right? Do Do I need to spend five minutes talking about the Toledo Rockets and the (laughs) <laughs> uh you know kent state uh national Guardsmen. like I, I don't need to get into that but there's some very good value picks i already mentioned hawaii i also like san jose state in the mountain west i'm a big mountain west guy now that i live in vegas so make sure you tune in for all that willie thanks again and thank you everybody Bye, bye